Hello everyone, and welcome back to the third episode of the NeverEnding Watchlist podcast, a podcast where we talk about what we've watched in the last week. Um, I'm joined again by my co-host, Troy Harwood. How are you going, Troy? I'm going great. How are you? I'm going pretty swell, thank you. Um, So we're going to start off with just talking about some changes that are going to be happening um, to the podcast. I just wanted to address, you know, we're still kind of finding our form, um, so things might be changing every week, but um, we've decided to change how we're going to talk about the films that we've watched individually, because we found that the most interesting part, I guess, at least for us, is um, the film that we've both watched, because, you know, it's it's the most engaging, um, we've got more to talk about, um, so instead, when it gets to, you know, what we watched individually, we're just going to kind of roll through what we watched really quickly. Um, that way, you know, we still keep that kind of uh, diary going, but um, we don't have to go super in-depth with it. Um, and we're also going to start announcing what we're going to be watching together um, in the next week's episode, the week before. If that made any sense, that was kind of uh, <laughs> bad. But... Um, so next week we're going to be watching. Uh, what are we going to be watching next week, Troy? We're going to be watching the hit 2020 film Bloodshot, starring Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, it's, can't wait. It's going to be a good time. I think you can find this on iTunes or whatever. Um, which at first I'm like, I ain't paying that much to <laughs> to watch a movie. But then I realized if I were to go see it in a cinema, I'd probably be paying just the same. So, you know, treat it as your, your lockdown cinema trip. Yeah. Everyone and you can have it. as many people as you want to watch it with you. Exactly, exactly. Um, online, of course. We're not endorsing huge gatherings. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it would be cool if you could watch Bloodshot so that you can, you know, be as invested as possible in next week's discussion. <coughs> but for now, for today, should we just... Uh, get stuck into it yeah yeah let's do it all right troy what did you watch this week oh i watched the only other movie that i watched was finally the lighthouse from robert ah, you watched it yeah it finally came out on uh itunes yeah um did you enjoy it yeah yeah i liked it yeah did you like it as much as the witch because i know you liked the witch a lot um, like, I, I really liked The Lighthouse. Yeah. There's a lot of elements that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, obviously the two main performances are yeah. remarkable um, <laughs> and very enjoyable. Um, but I don't think I, I don't think I actually liked it as much as The Witch. Okay. Uh, and it's hard to pinpoint why. I've been thinking about this movie a lot. And there's just something about it that it just didn't, uh, I think in the second half or the, or the final sort of act just didn't come together in a way where I was really like, um, it just didn't work entirely for me. Yeah. 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 I think so. And it wasn't the, the fact that like, we don't, you know, you don't learn everything not everything's explained. It was just, Mm. just sort of like. Uh, 
I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's not something. It's not because the movie's bad or or there are elements that I'm like that I think uh you know stick out as misplaced. Yeah. It's just it didn't work entirely for me. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah, it, it's hard to pinpoint. Uh, but you know, it it looks great. I love the style. I love all the influences that it has. Yeah. But just uh, at the end of the day, it just didn't really impact me that much. Yeah. Really, you know, it didn't yeah. connect with me as, as say something like like Under the Skin really did. Yeah. When did you watch it? Um. Oh, a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah, because it 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 grew on me with a lot of time, like. I don't know, when I first watched it, I was like, yeah, that was good. Um, but it's kind of now when you look back, like, with, like, I don't know, even a few weeks of, like, reflection, and, it, um, I don't know, it starts to make more of a, a dent in your in your mind, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say that this is, like, a concrete sort of opinion, because there's so there's clearly so much like that uh robert eggers and and his brother max eggers Mm. wanted within the film and how they wrote it and the amount of influences is just it's just everywhere (laughs) from greek mythology (laughs) to just like like a real life story about these two lighthousemen yeah guys the wikis Mm. um yeah, there's a lot to grasp, but at least on the f- on on an initial watch, it didn't uh, resonate with me immediately. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Uh, and it's it's very like I'm not sure if I would 100% recommend it to everyone because it is yeah. really weird. Yeah, it's um, not. It's definitely not for everyone. No. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's enjoyable. And it's, um, it's actually quite funny. Yeah, because <laughs> um, they're like, I can't remember. Was, they're just like repeating like what back and forth. Yeah, and Robert Pattinson and uh, <laughs> Willem Dafoe. That was great. I love when he that. gives him the big curse because he doesn't like the lobster. You like your lobster. You like my lobster, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was great. Um, that was great. But even then, like at the very end, I won't give away what happens. In case you mm. want to watch it, but at the very end, when there's like a bit where someone's screaming, and I, yeah, I yeah. read like a lot of people like that was so unsettling. I was just laughing in that <laughs> bit. I don't know. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. It's just a very strange sort of a very strange film, but it's yeah. very clearly it's exactly what Robert and and Max would have wanted because it's so specific. Yeah. Robert and Max, wow, you're on a first name basis. <laughs> yeah, great buddies wow. of mine. Oh, awesome! Yeah, shout out to you guys. I know you're <laughs> listening. I think they're going to be on the podcast next week. Actually, we're going to. Oh gonna yeah, get them yeah. On. Maybe we'll, we'll do a bit more of a discussion next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good plan. See good if plan. we can bring uh, Defoe. Yeah, I, good I, old, good I, old Patty. I might just. I'll just have to hit redial on my phone. Um, yeah, Defoe on. Um, yeah. You know. We've gotten big here at the Neverending Watch List podcast. Yeah, we really skyrocketed after that second episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Did you watch anything else? Or is... 
Um, I'll make a quick shout out to uh, a TV show that I finished watching, mm -hmm. uh, Ash vs Evil Dead. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's a sort of like a reboot slash sequel to Army of Darkness. Yeah. And it's got uh, Bruce Campbell in it as Ash. And Sam Raimi directed the first episode, and he, I think, is an executive producer. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually it's also got Lucy Lawless, who was Xena, um, which Sam Raimi also produced and created the Xena show. Um, oh, okay. Just a little side fact there, <laughs> but um, basically, if you if you like horror comedies, uh, zombies. Lots of blood and absurd gore. You will love Ash vs. Evil Dead. <laughs> Especially those first, the first two seasons. It's finished now. There's only three seasons. It actually it doesn't take that long to get through it all because they're only like 30-minute episodes. I yeah. think there's like 10 a season. Yeah. Um, and it just gets more and more absurd, more and more <laughs> funny for those first two seasons. It drops off a little at the third, but... It's a, yeah. just a, a romp, and highly recommend it. Yeah, uh, I think I watched the first few episodes of that, but I got to continue. I think it's on Stand. Is that where you watched it, or did you just watch it? No, on I watched it on yeah iTunes, Apple TV. Yeah, uh, I, I think, think the first season's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. I think I yeah, watched so it on you... Stand, so I'm not sure if it's still there or not. But... It probably is. Um, who knows? <laughs> who knows? It's probably on yeah, Disney but... Plus at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Disney Plus wouldn't let that. Yeah, they cancelled that. Even that, um, that Lizzie McGuire movie, they cancelled. Wait, what? Why? You see that? Because um, Hilary Duff was like, I wanted to be, you know, um, telling a proper story about like an adult Lizzie dealing with adult problems. But they're like, no, no, nah, nah. we, <laughs> we can't have adult that. problems in this. It's all about um. They don't exist. Yeah. Um, no, so, yeah, not. Disney's gone full. Uh, full, uh, I don't know oh. what the word is, but it ain't good. <laughs> in uh, in lighter news, note, though, they announced um, that they're going to be adding Hamilton, the live like recording of Hamilton oh, to Disney+. Oh, yeah, I saw something about that. It's like the, um, like the, it was, they filmed the original Broadway cast like back in 2016 or something. And apparently, like, everyone's just been fighting for the rights to, like, to that. Um, oh, apparently, Disney came up on top. And so now we're going to be getting... Of course they did. going to be getting Hamilton on July 3rd. This is not sponsored by Disney+. <laughs> <laughs> Disney+, no, Plus have no. not reached out to sponsor the Never Ending Watchlist podcast. But, um, yeah, July 3rd. Yeah. Sign up now. July 3rd. Be there. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And Mandalorian um, Season 2. <laughs> I suppose I should talk about what I've watched, hey. I guess right. so. Yeah, maybe. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> no, let's move on. <laughs> no, I want to talk about it, <laughs> goddammit. Okay, so I watched uh, quite a few things, actually. Awesome. I watched When a Stranger Calls. Um, oh. The 2006 <laughs> When a Stranger oh. Calls. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was awful. Um, I watched it on, like, a Netflix party with a bunch of people. Oh, God. Why um, are you keep watching these terrible movies? Well, because I, I keep having Netflix parties, and then it's like, well, what do we want to watch? And you don't want to 
put anything actually good yeah, on. True. Because Netflix parties, like, people are talking over it, and you can't really hear it that well, and it's, like, on a small yeah. screen. And so we're just like, let's watch the shitty When a Stranger Calls. Um, and it was worse than I thought it would be. So I don't want to give it any more time. Um, I also watched um, The Mummy. Oh, um, Fraser. Which I also watched on a Netflix party, but it was um, it was a That's lot a better. That's a fun one. It was a lot better experience. Yeah, Brendan Fraser was great. He just <laughs> only Brendan Fraser can just scream at the camera and have it be hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved it a lot more than I thought I would. I didn't like. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I had a great time with it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, then I watched the Clone Wars movie because I've been watching. Oh, the Clone yeah. Wars TV show because I heard like everyone just raving about the last season so I'm like okay I should check this Clone Wars stuff out so I've been like watching every episode on Disney Plus <laughs> 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 um, and yeah I've been navigating my way through the continuity oh not the continuity what do you call it um, chronological chron- chronological order that's it yeah. um, but I, I think I'm on track now and so I watched the movie. And yeah, I don't know. I watched a lot, so uh, I don't want to talk for too long. Was it um, good? But, but like I'm enjoying it? it. I'm enjoying it. I think um, it's already getting better. I think I'm up to like episode 17 of season one. Oh, now. wow. You're but that was like including like jumping up to season two and then to season three and then back. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's already like, I don't know, when it started off, I was like, ah, oh, this is a bit kiddie. Um, but, you know, and it still is kitty, but, um, it's kind of feeling more mature or at least like catering to an older audience as well now, which is nice. Yeah. I like that it, it, it captures the, the spirit of adventure of Star Wars a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There were some episodes where I'm like, the music was kicking in and I'm like jumping up and I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it, it, it's such a, like a kid's show, but it, it, um, it still really works sometimes. Even yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we start talking about what we both watched this week? Yeah. Let's, let's okay. do it. So we watched uh, Bad Boys. Uh, Troy, did you want to tell us a little bit about Bad Boys? All right. Well, um, I'm sure you've probably all heard of it. Or at least, you know, the, the classic song. Bad Boys <laughs> song. <laughs> um, it's, it's a 1995 action film. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael Bay's directional <laughs> debut for a feature ah, yes. film. Michael um, Bay. Yep. My favorite indie director. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Up and comer. Yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty small. Um, I think he's he's just been doing a real festival game lately. He's been laying yeah. low, you know. Yeah, um, definitely. He's going for that Oscar. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's got Will Smith, Martin yep. Lawrence. Um, and yeah, so I guess, (laughs) (laughs) um, to give a synopsis, Mm -hmm. uh, basically a bunch of heroin is stolen in this big heist and Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are like these two, they're these two cops, buddy cops, essentially partners, yeah, buddy cops, um, and they have to sort of balance trying to find where this heroin has gone while also protecting a witness. Mm. 
Uh, and that's, so that's the general gist of it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty stock standard stuff. I don't think we need to explain too much. Um, yeah. What did you think of, of Bad Boys? Um, yeah, I liked it. It was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it more than <laughs> I thought I would. Like, I was expecting kind of... Like, I was expecting fun trash. And then I was like, oh, it's Michael Bay. Okay. And then I was so, then I was expecting trash. Because, um, yeah. I don't know, I'm not the biggest fan. I've only really seen a couple of the Transformers. And I haven't been impressed with Michael Bay's filmography so far. <laughs> um, but then I, I actually um, enjoyed it quite a bit. More yeah. than I thought I would. Um, it's definitely dated in a lot of areas. Um, yeah. It was interesting watching an action movie right after we had seen Extraction. Just how yeah. much action has changed since since then. Yeah, and like you can also so see different. like you can also see the influences. Like you can see like you know because this was nineteen ninety five. You know, the, yeah, and there was some stuff in there that you're like, oh, cool. This is like this kind of set the bar. Um, yeah, and you could tell that they were having a lot of fun with the film in a lot of ways, like with their kind of action and um you could tell that they were kind of like experimenting with stuff and like i don't know it just it was it was it was a a lot of fun and and um i guess it was nice to see as this is michael bay's like first film Mm. him do something that's quite simple i mean like i put (laughs) simple in like quotation marks but um you know, now he's kind of doing like these transformers and these big CG things where everything's like massive. Um, but it was nice to see that kind of like action put into something that's just like these two cops chasing drug dealers. Yeah, um, there's some really exciting action sequences. Yeah, he definitely knows how to direct those and and make some some enjoyable action. Yeah, yeah. And apparently, um, there's a lot of um production issues and he actually ha- took a big portion of his salary out just to fund the final action sequence oh wow yeah well well done michael bay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i um i really loved will smith and uh martin lawrence um i thought wait it's martin lawrence isn't it yeah, yeah. I got, okay. Don't worry, I'm not being racist. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, and although I, uh, I did read, apparently like Lawrence Fishburne did turn down the role of Will Smith. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, I could not imagine that. Yeah, honestly. I think Will Smith's much more suited. Yeah. Um, um he's so charismatic. It's good yeah. to see him in his prime. Yeah, this was like, I don't know. This would have been like fresh out of Fresh Prince. Right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. yeah. And, and Martin was in his own show. So yeah. they were sort of... I'm not sure if Will Smith... Let me have a look if he was in anything big before this. Or if was this, this was around his... Wild Wild West or was that like later? That was a bit later. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. I could definitely tell like in moments like throughout the film that they'd like... It felt like they'd plucked this guy out of Fresh Prince. And <laughs> like, like, let's put this guy in an action film and it was yeah. really um, it was really charming for, for a lot oh, of yeah. this was a year before independence day and then okay. two years before men in black so i think this was really his first big action role yeah 
And I mean, yeah, you can so. see why, like, he's he's been in so many since because I think he, yeah. he he had, like, such, I don't know, such confidence in that kind of role. Yeah, um, he, he fits in so nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I don't think it's nearly as tight as something like Men in Black. No, no, no. Um, or as memorable. I think, uh, I think it's actually kind of annoying <laughs> some of it because like probably 70 percent of the dialogue between will smith and Martin is like them just arguing yeah 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 so much arguing and sometimes it's funny <laughs> and then other times it's like they go for so long yeah it's and it's just, just like noise as well like yeah like, i think at times they'd have like other people talking at the same time and there'd be like five voices going on and you'd like yeah. miss the dialogue. <laughs> like, yeah, like and it's not even... subtitles. doesn't become like fun arguing. Yeah. It's just arguing for yeah, the sake like, oh, of it. The buddy cops are fighting again. Like, yeah. yeah, and I, I was reading afterwards, apparently Michael Bay called the screenwriter a piece of shit or something. <laughs> and so he got the um he got Will Smith and Martin to just ad lib a lot of it. Oh, okay. Um, because he didn't like the dialogue or something. So I assume a lot of the repetition is probably because they just had to keep ad libbing and they're like, I'll oh, just argue more, you know. Um, okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just get another screenwriter? because uh, apparently he only got like he didn't get much money to find a new one. So oh, okay. he was like, okay. I think this film was rather constrained by the end of it with his budget. Yeah. And apparently Michael Bay is actually not that happy with the final product. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. I can see why. It's it's definitely rough. Yeah, yeah. And the plot, like there's so many elements where it's... They could have just... So much conflict could be dealt with by just simply explaining things to people yeah yeah, yeah. Like there were a lot big, of dumb yeah. there were a lot of dumb stuff that you're like why but why like why don't yeah. you just do this like why like martin <laughs> has to pretend to be will smith's character for 90 percent of the movie when he just could have yeah explained it up front like as soon as <laughs> yeah. will smith was also there yeah and then when his wife walks in that was so painful it's it's not what it looks like and then he just goes on to mumble and jumble instead of just (laughs) explaining what the hell's going on yeah yeah there was some dumb stuff and i think uh what really got to me was um oh i can't remember the character of the witness what who who what's what's her name uh, she's in like fun with dick and jane yeah which halfway through the movie i realized um um i i don't really I'm not a big fan of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I love fun with Dick and Jane. Um, and I just... Oh, she was just doing a lot of dumb stuff. Like She, she was, was just, so annoying. There's this one bit where like they've gone out to like arrest the drug oh, drug lord or whatever. And she's like yeah. sitting sitting at the desk at like in like, you know, um, what do you call it? Witness protection at home. Yeah. And she's just sitting at the desk and then she like... Is looking at like the the mug shot of the guy, <laughs> and then she just gets really angry, and so yeah. she like she goes into like the drawer of like the cop the cop's drawer and like pulls out a gun, and like just leaves <laughs> with this, <place. Yeah. laughs> and then she just like goes to where they're going, and then she like she's in the middle of a nightclub and she just like points the gun, like 
yeah. across the whole nightclub. As if and she's she like, also mentions she's never fired a gun before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like trying to fire this bullet across this massive nightclub to like pinpoint accuracy, hit this guy. And then of course she like ruins the whole thing. Like, why didn't you stay at home? And it's just like, oh, oh yeah, she was really just a pain. <laughs> like, yeah. Just, yeah. But like, who would do that anyway? Because like, I want revenge. I'm going to blow this whole case and walk into a nightclub with a handgun, which I have no idea how to fire. And yeah. then somehow miraculously find the guy. <laughs> and then afterwards, when they're in the chase sequence, which is basically all her fault because she just blew the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when they're getting chased and shot at, She's like, you call this witness protection? I'm like, <laughs> you got us into this situation, lady. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. She was just so annoying. I couldn't <laughs> stand her. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, tried, they really tried to make you like her as well. That's what, that was the annoying part. Like, there's yeah. like, bits where she's like, sitting in the car and they've like, handcuffed her to the wheel. Oh, uh, yeah. And she, there's I'm just, so like, tired. She, yeah, she's got like, these scenes where she's like, talking to herself or like, smug. She's like, oh, what did you do today? I'm like, oh. Well, I spent my day handcuffed to a wheel. What about you? It's like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Is he always like this? It's like, <sighs> the best bits yeah. were when, like, they actually called her out on it. Like, look, she's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but, I mean, yeah. I, I enjoyed the film a lot more than I thought I did. But that being said, I definitely didn't love it. It's hard to tell as well because, like, I feel like it's kind of film that might seem a bit boring now but at its time of release i could imagine it would have been a bit more you know mm. um unique i don't know i don't think no? i think the pace actually is really really swift michael bay is really good at making like a movie that moves consistently yeah uh, and he's always he's most of the camera work is the camera is moving and it yeah. looks very nice. I, like, he's got his classic bayisms. Like, it's very orange. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of explosions and all that classic yeah. sort of early bay stuff straight mm. out of his music video career. Yeah. By the way, also, there's a mm. YouTuber called uh, Patrick H. Willems, I think is his name. And he does, like, a, he did, like, a two-part video on Michael Bay. Yeah. Just sort of dissecting him and his career. It's really interesting. If, you, if you're uh, interested in learning more about Michael Bay, who he is, and um, his history, it's a definitely a very informative video just to sort yeah. of look at what sort of man he is because, you know... <laughs> he's so dramatic. <laughs> what kind of man he is. <laughs> um, well, because... You know, a lot of people hate him, obviously, and think yeah. he's he's stupid. But he he's he's probably like reasonably smart in in terms of his his, his business filmmaking mind. You know, because mm. he, oh, yeah. he, he almost he all of his profit. movies make a ton of money. He mm. knows how to make a movie exciting. There's a lot of like fun action, um, and there's funny moments. You know, there's good laughs. Uh, yeah. You know, it's 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 messy. It's no um, it's no Lethal Weapon or or a lot of other buddy cop films around yeah. that period, or men, you know, Men in Black. Yeah. But 
yeah, it's enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I, at I, times I, what you were, what you were saying, sorry about um, like the kind of consistent pace. Mm. Um, at times, I did feel it get a bit tiring, like especially when there was just like a lot of unnecessary music. Um, yeah, and everything felt really full all the time. Yeah, um, which at times I was like, this would be really cool if there was no like, I don't know, ten layers of strings going on right now. <laughs> it just felt a bit much. Yeah, but other definitely. times it really works. That's um, a um, a big thing that I. I was made aware of, I don't know when, but basically the way he shoots films is that he makes every shot so it looks great, but it's always moving or it's always high intensity. Yeah. And yeah. that means that because every shot is so high intensity, there's never a, a sort of lull. And yeah. There's never that natural flow of a movie where there's the sort of rest time. Yeah. And so the movie is constantly your brain is constantly thinking <laughs> that it's the high like final act action but for the yeah. whole movie. So sometimes especially this is especially for the Transformers movie you can never <laughs> remember the plot or how things this sequence of events you know yeah. what led to what. You just can never like can you recall any of the Transformers storylines? <laughs> no. There was a big uh, Transformer and it came and they were like, we've got to beat this big Transformer and then they beat the big Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. So you can um, never remember him. It's because he's, he's so high intensity and it makes sense because he was a music video director because, you know, a few minutes yeah. long or advertisements, yeah. you know, um, and he <laughs> pulls that into his movies and it makes for some great sequences sometimes and then other times it's just yeah it's too, too much. much yeah there was like yeah. this bit where it's like the classic like bad boys shot i guess of like the camera like spinning around them oh yeah um and it was like this this one bit and i think i was kind of waiting for that shot the whole movie because i like knew of that shot yeah and I was like, oh, when are they going to do that classic bad boys spin? And then it was at a really weird point. It was like... Yeah. It was when, like, they just finished, like, fighting the guys. And they were like, oh, okay, we're fine. And they're on the road. And then they both, like, just stand up from the ground. And then the camera just, like, spins around them, like, super fast. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so that was it. Like, why did they... Like, they're just recovering on a road. Like, why have you got the camera <laughs> spinning around them? <laughs> yeah. It was the most, like, not like climactic moment narratively and so like because it looks cool i don't know why the camera wanted to spin that would have been expensive as well like yeah it would have, like they would have spent so much time setting up that shot just to show them standing up after a yeah. fight like i don't know <laughs> no i get what you mean i i was but, definitely surprised by that too but i think it goes both ways because like what I enjoyed most about the film was how much fun it was having with like with its action. Yeah. So it, it did feel too much stuff. and unnecessary sometimes, but at the same time that was kind of its charm because everything like there was all these like shots of like the camera rapidly zooming up on like the phone and he like, picks up the phone and everything everything is just yeah. so like so fun that yeah. that was kind of the charm and I think it really works with something simpler like this, like Bad Boys, 
or something a bit more low budget that feels like they were just kind of like experimenting and having a lot of fun making it. Whereas yeah, when, when it becomes something that's a bit bigger and like mm. like a Transformers and it's it's just like so much content in the story and the like CGI and everything that it's just like it's it loses its charm and and uh, yeah I think that's what kind of worked for this yeah. one but and not all a, the time not all the time but it worked sometimes in this film yeah there's a number of moments where like the story and characters suddenly come together. I'm thinking specifically of the moment when there's the argument between like uh, Martin and his wife and yeah. uh, Julie or whatever's walking out, Will Smith's following her. And just as they're walking in the lobby, the bad guys show up. Moments where like sort of everything clashes, everything comes together. Yeah. All the different story elements and characters for this exciting action sequence. Mm. And that makes it all more better when they bring forward all these plot lines that they've been and character arcs and stuff that they've been developing and it all comes together. I always yeah. really like when movies do that. Yeah. When they when they bring stuff to a head all at the same time. Yeah, but it didn't I don't know, it didn't feel as satisfying in this film as it does in other ones because I because there was just so much going on all the time that like there wasn't like a a, like a oh moment because everything was like you're constantly like oh yeah yeah (laughs) you know i know what you mean especially about the the ending um like you never see the wife martin's wife again after that shootout yeah 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 the film kind of ends in a really weird place it just they and they you think they're gonna do the thing where like uh, uh will smith shoots the bad guy in the leg and they're going to yeah. do the thing. Oh, yeah. Spoilers, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you think they're going to do the, the classic, you know, oh, we can't kill him now. We're going to get him arrested and go, go, go away for a long time, you know, whatever, whatever sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but then it's, they just shoot him. Um, yeah, yeah. When he pulls but- out a gun. And then it's like, oh, okay, I'm going home to my <laughs> wife now. See ya. And then credits and then, roll. <laughs> and then credits roll. Literally in the same sequence where they yeah. kill the bad guy, the credits start rolling. Yeah, it felt really... Uh, the ending felt quite rushed and abrupt. Yeah. Um, so it's got like the setup of a usual body cop where it sets up the family for one character and stuff, like Lethal Weapon. Um, hmm. But then sort of just leaves it at a certain point. And yeah. it's like, why was that there? What's so good about something like Men in Black is that it never sets up. Will Smith doesn't have a family or anything. It's just straight to the all that uh, yeah. you know, Men in Black stuff. So it's really tight in its storytelling. Yeah. This is like, I feel like maybe the absence of a screenwriter at a certain point was because, you know, that's why stuff was dropped. And it's sort of mm. a little weird in its storytelling. But it, it doesn't... It, this stuff is actually... I'm only really realising now that we're talking about it more. I didn't yeah. realise all of that sort of stuff while watching it. Because it is <laughs> it's, it is enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sweeps you off your feet very yeah. easily. Um, yeah. But in okay. terms of like a long-lasting impact, I don't think it's going to stay in my brain very long. No, definitely. Um, There's far better action movies in that decade, let alone always. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. 
Did you have anything else that you wanted to say? Um, I don't think so. Just yeah. the thing that stuck out to me that's the worst bit was just all the arguing and the annoying contrived <laughs> like uh, plot points where it's just you just need people to act rationally and explain things, but they just don't. Yeah. So there's all these like arguments and stuff all the time. Yeah, unnecessary like conflicts. <laughs> yeah, that's just frustrate frustrating <laughs> to watch. I thought like... there was yeah, like you know how like. Yeah, the Julie character, she's the best friend of of the semi-love interest for Will Smith very briefly. Yeah, it's she like gets Max killed. or something. Is it? Is yeah, something like that. And I thought they were going to go with a more, like, dramatic route in, in that sort of... And how Will Smith will... Maybe they'll, like, talk about... He'll talk about Max or, or whatever with Julie. Yeah. Sort of, like, maybe bond over her death. But they base that. I don't think they really ever talk about it. No, no, no. They don't. I remember, like, when she dies, he's like, you know, he's kind of really, like, shocked. And I'm like, oh, this is, yeah. like, this is interesting. Maybe, like, they'll, like, I don't know, I like develop the, the Martin and Will Smith relationship. Yeah. Like, you know, through, the, through this, and, like, maybe this will really have an effect on Will Smith. And it does for, like, five minutes. And then it's just, like, back to, like, oh, buttercup. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. He's just he's We're back gonna to go being to the Will wacky. Smith. I gotta pretend to be Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, instead of going in much more interesting directions, which it sets up because I really yeah. do. And uh, I thought that sequence where he finds out that the girl that his friend died was yeah. was, was 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 nice. Yeah, and it was a nice setup. Well, and... Yeah, this is well like everything's linked, you know. Like, yeah, their personal lives are linked to the case, and everything's gonna you know unravel. <laughs> but it yeah. kind of just like just gets like, more tangled, and then doesn't really unravel itself. That yeah, much. but I do yeah. enjoy. I did enjoy the um, Will Smith sort of like becoming the Martin Lawrence husband. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was that especially was when fun. he's on the phone. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like oh, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> yeah, you got the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious because they were, they did the like, the classic like, Switch I pretend to be you and you pretend yeah. to be me, and that's always got some good laughs in it. Yeah, I didn't um, expect that plot too. I, I like I've never seen this or any of the Bad Boys movies, but I didn't see that yeah. coming. <laughs> I I always expect that kind of trope in like the sequel. You know, it's like. Yeah, They're back, but this time they have to see what it's like on the other side. And then, like, <laughs> they like swap lives, and then yeah, you know, normally they take a bit of time to like get the audience familiar with these characters, so that when they do the switcheroo, it's like all the more hilarious, you know. But yeah. um, I mean, it does go to show that when Martin did his uh, Will Smith impersonation, I was like, that's great. <laughs> like, I'm like, so maybe yeah, it's just because I've seen like, be more sexy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just because I've seen, like, lots of Will Smith before, but uh, um, it already seemed to build up the characters at that point uh, to a to a point where it worked, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. You just yeah. can probably tell. Yeah. <laughs> there's this stuff we like, there's this stuff that was annoying, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's enjoyable, but... There's definitely better action and body cop movies out there, though. It's a hard genre to, to yeah. come out on top of. Yeah, exactly. And 
I don't think I'll be watching the sequel. Uh, I definitely won't be watching uh, Bad Boys for Life. Um, <laughs> I reckon I might. I might go through the Michael Bay movies and finally really? watch them. Yeah. Uh, I, I could see myself watching Bad Boys 2. I could not see myself watching Bad Boys for Life. Yeah, he didn't even oh. direct that one, Michael Bay. Oh, okay. That's cool. something else. That's an excuse <laughs> not to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I think I've said all I need to say about bad boys. Yeah, I think <laughs> I got my bad boys out of my system. <laughs> all right. Well, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, really appreciate it. Now in episode three, and um, thank you for all your all your support and all your feedback as well. It's been really great to hear how you guys are responding to the podcast so keep that coming um which you can do via either my instagram which is at directed by michael hollis or troy's instagram which is at written by troy harwood um yeah we'd love to hear what you thought of bad boys or or anything that we talked about and remember to watch bloodshot (laughs) before (laughs) next week uh enjoy that i'm sure we will um vin diesel (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we're really scraping the bottom of the barrel of 2020 releases to watch because we're trying to pick things that are like, you know, coming out now. And uh, we're like, what has come out in 2020? Not much, but Bloodshot. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway. Oh, the, did you see you that trailer? There was oh. A... oh, damn. No, no, what don't was that? Don't end it. No, no. There was what? a trailer. I only watched like 20 seconds of it. Um, yeah. I always do this with movies that really piqued my interest i watched i watched like the 10 first 10 20 seconds of the trailer and if it, if it looks like it's going to do the premise well i'll turn it on yeah um and not spoil myself anything there's yeah. this movie oh now i can't even really remember the name <laughs> but it's got russell crowe in it and it's about this mum who's like on a freeway or something and she honks this guy russell crowe in the car for him to like move quicker or something when yeah. they're driving and then he's actually some like sort of psycho or something, and he starts oh like tormenting her with road rage and. Oh my god. Um, but it, it sounds great and it looks great. And I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> is it is that coming out soon? Maybe we'll watch that. Apparently, it's gonna be like the first movie to uh, come back into theaters. Okay. So okay. it's gonna we'll get a theater release, unless you know everything takes a turn for the worst again. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Thank you all it. for uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Uh, keep watching your hands so that we can go to the cinemas again. Um, and yeah, as we always say here on the Never Ending Watchlist podcast, goodbye. <laughs>